new study says Christians are actually getting less concerned about racism in America. I'll tell you more about that study. Also, a Maryland diocese is devoting itself to racial reparations. And we've got our first look at the next season of The Mandalorian. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Huckabee. Welcome to The Relevant Daily, where I bring what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up right now. First up, as the protests against racial injustice have sprung up across the country and around the world, few issues seem to be closer to the forefront of Americans in 2020. The deaths of Black people like Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, and Breonna Taylor fanned the flames of a movement that has been growing for the last few years and resulted in an unprecedented call for racial justice and equality with more Americans than ever saying they are motivated to address racial inequality in their communities. But according to one new study, one group is curiously immune from the sea change, practicing Christians. In fact, a new study from Barna found that among Christians who say they attend church at least once a month and highly prioritize their faith in their own life, there is actually less interest in addressing racial justice now than there was at this time last year. A lot less, actually. 30% of practicing Christians say they are either unmotivated or not at all motivated to address racial injustice in society. 30%. That is almost twice as much as last year when 17% said they were unmotivated. Uh, David Kinnaman, he's the president of Barna, told Religion News Service, quote, Christians generally and practicing Christians in particular have changed their minds on addressing racial injustice. David Kinnaman, president of Barna Group, told Religion News Service, quote, Christians generally and practicing Christians in particular have changed their minds on addressing racial injustice, but... If anything, they're actually moving away from being motivated. As you might expect, the numbers do look quite a bit different if you're talking just about black Christians, 70% of whom said they were motivated or very motivated to address racial injustice this year. That is up from 63% last year. Overall, the report has showed a lot of troubling trends among white Americans in general and practicing Christians in particular who seem to be moving the wrong way on racial awareness. In 2019, the survey found that 46% of all white Americans and 40% of self-identified Christians said the U.S. definitely had a race problem. In 2020, just 37% of all white adults and 33% of self-identified Christians said the same thing. Meanwhile, 72% of black adults and 75% of black self-identified Christians said the U.S. definitely had a problem with racism in 2019. Those numbers jumped up to 76% and 81% respectively in 2020. In other words, while black Christians are becoming more convinced of the problem, white Christians are becoming less convinced. In better news on this front, the Maryland Diocese of the Episcopal Church has become the latest religious institution to pledge racial reparations for slavery and systemic racism. The church voted last weekend overwhelmingly in favor of a million-dollar seed fund that would go towards programs that would benefit Black people in Baltimore and across the state. Officials say the fund is a big step in repenting of the church's historic role in benefiting from slavery and other forms of systemic racism in Maryland. The diocese will use existing funds for the initiative's capital, which will represent about 20% of the operating budget, and they're urging churchgoers to give more. Bishop Eugene Taylor Sutton told the Baltimore Sun, quote, We have done the work over the last 15 plus years to actually document how we as a church benefited from slavery, and after slavery, how we continue to benefit from the financial marginalization and oppression of black Americans, and it just didn't sit well with us. 
Why should we continue to benefit as an institution when so many in the black community have never had the opportunity to have a good education, good jobs, or good medical care? We've benefited from racist institutions, and now we're going to invest financially. Uh, Bishop Sutton went on to say, quote, the million dollar price tag is going to hurt us, and it should. Maryland's diocese is only the most recent organization to pledge racial reparations after taking some time to study the ways their institution has benefited from systemic racism. Virginia Theological Seminary plans to pour almost $2 million in reparations, while Princeton Theological Seminary and Georgetown University plan on funding initiatives that will benefit the ancestors of slaves. Carrie Graves, she's a canon for communications for the diocese, told The Sun, quote, We've discovered that our own cathedral was formed from two congregations that were fleeing the inner city to escape the invasion, as it's called in the historical documents, referring to the invasion in their words of black residents. One of the ahas for us, she went on to say, was to say that we are all complicit in this. We want to repent, and repentance means taking a different choice, turning around. Instead of fostering systemic racism, we want to undo it as best we can, together. Finally, in some culture news, when we left our pals, the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda or the child or whatever you want to call them, they had gotten out of Dodge in a hurry and were off for more adventures in other parts of the galaxy far, far away. From the look of things, season two picks up right where the first one left us with our brooding bounty hunter and his extremely good baby on the run from those who want them both dead. Looks pretty awesome. We've got a trailer now. We catch a few glimpses of some old pals, and we do indeed hear of some strange sorcerers known as Jedis. But other than that, the trailer keeps its cards pretty close to the chest. Uh, it's not completely clear whether any of the creatures we see and hear in the trailer are new cast members like Michael Bain, Timothy Oliphant, and Katie Sackhoff. But we do get a brief glimpse of what looks like Rosario Dawson, who's also in this uh, going to be in this season. The Mandalorian second season will debut exclusively on Disney Plus on October 30th. You can check out the trailer over at relevantmagazine.com. And you can, of course, read more about all these stories and everything else we're covering today over at the home page of relevantmagazine.com. Just got a post up before I recorded this about some good news for the family of Brianna Taylor, who are receiving an enormous settlement from the city of Louisville. You can check out more of the details over at the homepage there. For the latest on all this stuff, follow us on social media, Twitter at Relevant, Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. You can subscribe to our other podcasts at the homepage as well. I'm here every weekday bringing you the latest of the intersection of faith and culture. Thank you for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Oh, 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 o